0: On the proposed fiscal framework. Uh,
1: let me welcome the chairperson, Comrade Karim, Comrade Digaledi, uh, members of the Standing Committee Finance, members of the Select Committee Finance, officials from uh, Treasury, uh, from entities that report to uh, Treasury. Uh, officials from uh, Parliament, both uh, NA support team and uh, uh, NCOP support team, uh, media uh, present, and uh, those who are in attendance, members of the public, uh, you are all welcome.
0: Uh, are there apologies? Uh, from Standing Committee on Finance, no apologies, Chair. From Select Committee? Aye, Chair. um, It's only Mr. Dudoit from the Select Committee. Okay. Um, We'll have to now consider the report. Um, uh, I don't think we have to go into the long background and uh,
1: issues of uh, public hearing, uh, how Treasury responded, and so on. Uh, I think we have to go right away to observations and recommendations. Uh, but before I proceed, uh, let me welcome uh, Honorable Karim uh, Chairperson, if ever there are comments that you would want to make. Uh, over to you, Chairperson. Uh,
2: Thank you, uh, Chairperson. No, uh, I don't uh, really have anything to say, except that I should have said to you earlier, and I regret I didn't, uh, we have a a 10 o'clock sitting of the NCOP. It's dealing with finance issues. It's dealing with the consequences of social unrest. Many of us in our committee are required to put questions to the minister. So if it is possible, uh, we negotiated with the House Chair on that side that we join them as soon as possible after 10 o'clock. Normally, we finish within an hour or so. Obviously, we can't be prescriptive. But if we can't finish by 10, we're very grateful. But just to alert our members on the NCOP side that the house chair is aware,
0: and we should be in the house between 10 and quarter past 10 if all goes well. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, Thanks, Comrade Karim. Uh, we'll try by all means to, to gallop.
1: Uh, because I believe that uh, members have gone through this report before this meeting. and I'm recommending that uh, we go to uh, eight uh, committee observations and recommendations on the revised uh, uh, and
0: proposed fiscal uh, framework. Uh, 8.1, any comment? For
3: clarity, second question, agreed. Uh, 8.2. Um, 8. Chairperson, I have my hand up. I don't know why it's not being um, okay. acknowledged. Thanks. No. Over to you, Dr. George. Thank you, Chairperson. Um it may well be covered later on um, in the report, but I do want to just say that we agree. I just want to put my video on, sorry. We agree that the people are suffering from, from unemployment and poverty, and that increases in the grants should be considered. But the only way for this to happen is that if our economy grows, this is the only way you can actually increase um, grants sustainably is if the economy grows. So I would like to add at the end of the paragraph, because there's a quote from the committee that action to accelerate economic growth is required to achieve this objective. Okay.
0: Dr. George, uh, that's the comment and recommendation from Dr. George
1: that uh, we also consider the issue of the economic growth. Honourable Karim,
2: Chairperson, uh, I agree with him, and I suspect that most of us do, but. you see, that's a quotation, Chairperson. We, we can't obviously interfere with the quotation. That's the way it was then. And also, I think one shouldn't make it inextricably linked to economic growth because one of the reasons why we have these social grants is because there isn't growth investment and in jobs. So I don't think we should link them that way. Elsewhere in the report, there is a reference to the need for growth so if the wording is mild it mustn't say it's required required means it's a preconditioned chairperson in fact it's a reverse chairperson if our economy was growing if there was sufficient investment if there were jobs we would not have to provide so many social grants it's not something i think chairperson the anc is happy about that you know 46 percent of the population is receiving grants in some form or another no other society's got that it's unsustainable so we might want to put a milder version there, something to the effect that it would facilitate this if there was greater economic growth, rather than saying it, it, it's required. But elsewhere, that issue is covered, as it is always in these reports. We're all unhappy with
0: the growth investment and in jobs party we come from, but we can't make it a precondition. I hope I'm being clear, Chairperson. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Honorable Karim. Okay, let's move to uh, 8.3. Dr. George.
3: Thank you, Chairperson. I know that this is not a matter that the committee would agree on, but um, I do want to make the point that the labor regulatory environment discourages employment. My comment here is that the regulatory environment needs to change to encourage employment. Um, I do know that this view is not shared by the committee and that we have in the past agreed that we would um, agree to disagree on it. But I just wanted to raise that point is that that is my view, that it is the regulatory environment that is getting in the way of employment and therefore is in fact creating poverty. Thank you, Chair.
0: Uh, thanks. Honorable Digalet. Yes, Chair. Over to you. Thank you. My apologies for
4: not opening the video, Chair. Um, yeah, I have a stable uh, network. I just want to come into the labor regulation. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, the issue that uh, Dr. George is raising is relevant to us or is uh, supposed to be dealt with by the uh, Department of Labor and Employment, Uh, I'm not sure. And uh, he made uh, a a comment before he started to say we might not agree with it. I think he's aware that uh, this might not be relevant to us, whilst. Uh, not uh, disagreeing with uh, that, uh, we might identify other issues that uh, might help in terms of the financial status but uh, are not relevant to our committee.
0: Thank you. Thanks, honorable Masango, Uh, honorable Karim, uh, chairperson,
2: <clears throat> I'm guided obviously by the majority, but the norm has been, and we <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me, we, we had a discussion with Legal Services Unit and if uh, anybody wants clarity, Frank might be here and can clarify anybody else on that unit. It is a right of any party to have its say. So what we normally do, Mr. George will know, We he was in the committee in the last term for a while, um, on the NCOP side I think, is that we say towards the end is the DA draws attention to the following, and we give them a few lines. So there's no harm in him saying what he said. Uh, I don't know whether it belongs here or to the Labour Committee, but what we've done before, but again, the majority can decide. I don't have any strong view. We uh, I mean, used to say, well, you know, um, <clears throat> while the matter is before the, while well, this matter falls metaphor, is it's linked to fi- uh, economy and it's linked to growth. Uh, and the DA can send you and me, Chairperson, uh, uh, a paragraph where they set out the, the views that they feel strongly about. That's what we've done before, Chairperson, uh,
0: but I'll leave it to you to process. <clears throat> uh, okay. Uh, I think we'll do as you, as
1: you suggest. Uh, But we'll have to get the view of uh, the majority as to what is it. Because at the end, we'll have to adopt uh, this report. So there must be a clear vision as to uh, what are the issues that are contained in the uh, recommendations that we are uh, are adopting. So uh, I think that should be the case. Um, let's
0: move to 8.4. Agreed. Uh, 8.5. Agreed. Uh, 8.6. A grade, eight point seven.
3: A grade, eight point eight. A grade, eight point nine. And um, chairperson, I did have a comment on eight point eight.
1: Okay, over to you, Doctor
3: George. Thank you, chair. Um, the minister in his speech said that there would be tough love with the state-owned enterprises. Um, It wasn't actually in the speech, but he said it while he was speaking. Um, And we completely agree with that sentiment of the minister that um, the state-owned enterprises do require that because they've been very undisciplined for a long time and we put a lot of money on them. So um, we would support the view of the minister that so-called tough love is required for the state owned enterprises and that additional bailouts and allocations must end i know this is also related to 8.9 where um there was reference to clarifying what the minister actually said that um these the tough love apparently does not mean that there would be additional allocations or bailouts but we didn't hear from the minister because he was absent in the first meeting that was scheduled after the budget and also then subsequent to that he did not appear before the committee so we've never had the opportunity to actually talk to the minister and ask him what was actually meant the deputy minister was there but not the minister so it is a bit of a conundrum for me because i would have liked to have clarified it but suffice to say on 8.8 I would just like to point out that we support the view of the minister, that there should be tough love and that the bailouts and additional allocations must end because that is obviously the prudent way to do um, the budget. Um, so that is all I wanted to say on 8.8. And then 8.9, I've made my point. I know I'm a bit of a head here, but because they are interrelated is that the minister never appeared before the committee. So we actually couldn't ask him what he actually meant by it. So I'm not sure whether that um, paragraph 8.9 is in fact a correct reflection of what the minister was actually saying to the people of South Africa um, at the budget, um, at his um, MTBPS um, speech. Thanks, Chair. So I'm covered on
0: eight and nine already. Thank you. Okay, Dr. George, as you have said that,
1: uh Uh, it would have been ideal for the minister to have appeared before the committee to clarify his uh, statement. Uh, Though you have moved ahead of the chairperson, uh, the uh, 8.9 makes a recommendation that we should first confer with the Portfolio Committee on Public Enterprise on a joint briefing on SOE restructuring by DPE and National Treasurer so uh, i don't think it will be ideal for us to take a decision that uh, we stop we make a recommendation to parliament that uh, 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 bailouts uh, should come to an end Uh, otherwise there will be no need of uh, the meeting that is recommended on uh, 8.9 so i think uh, uh, let's let's agree with the recommendation on point 8.9 that we have the meeting. Uh, with uh, the relevant department and uh, treasury
0: to give us a full briefing and then uh, we take it from there. Okay.
4: Chair.
1: Honorable Macam.
4: Thank you honorable chair. I think uh I'm 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 covered and uh, with your 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 motivation on 8.9 that uh, let's uh uh, implement this recommendation so that the decision that we take is, is informed. And also considering what uh, Dr. George have said, that we never had an opportunity to clarify uh, or to give the minister an opportunity to clarify what ca- how, how the tough love is going to be. Uh, but 8, 8.9, I think, covers that. The decision we take will be informed. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Honourable Matango. and I will prefer that uh, when we meet our colleagues from uh, uh, other portfolio committee dealing with public enterprises, the two ministers should be there: um, the Minister DPE and Minister uh, uh, Finance. So, Secretariat, talk to your colleagues in the. Uh, standing com- uh, portfolio community, uh, public enterprises, and uh, the two ministers to be available by the time we meet to deal with issues of SOEs. Uh, thanks.
0: Um, 8.10. Agreed.
3: 8.11. Dr. George. Thank you, Chairperson. Um, Yeah, we we certainly agree that there is a problem with the power generation, and that the power outages um, continually interrupt our economy, and therefore interrupt economic growth. Um, There is a discussion here about on the on the paragraph about private sector generation, and we certainly support that. Um, But when it makes reference to basically being a crisis, which it is, we do need some urgent action. And for a very long time, we have been speaking about splitting ESCOM into different entities, specifically for distribution, well, uh, well, basically for generation transmission and distribution. And that process apparently has been initiated and may well take a very, very long time but the um, CEO of ESCOM has actually stated that we're looking at a dead horse here. And if that is the case, then no amount of intervention is actually going to fix the problem. So we do have a long-term energy crisis in South Africa that is not going to go away soon. So I do think that um, certainly this committee needs to express the fact that this matter is very urgent. And we've been saying that for a very long time because we've been having power failures since I think 2008 already, which is a very long time. So, I mean, we can keep saying it over and over again, but then we get nowhere with it. That does seem a little pointless. So, um, although we certainly welcome the fact that private sector generation is going to um, potentially increase, it certainly isn't enough. So my comments on that would be that there should be an immediate and urgent intervention and um, which would include splitting up ESCOM into three entities for generation, transmission and distribution. And that there should be an increase in the permitted private sector production. Thank you, Chair.
0: Uh, thanks for your comments, Dr. George. Um eight point twelve. Eight point thirteen. Eight point fourteen. 8.15 8.16 8.17 8.18 8.19 8.20 8.21 8.22 8.23
3: Dr. George Thank you, chair. Um On this issue of the Public Sector Wage Bill, um, I think that for quite a long time, there has been discussion on the size of the Public Sector Wage Bill. And the previous minister also said that there was going to be an intervention. Um, That intervention we didn't see because the Wage Bill continues unabated, yet productivity um, remains tepid at best. We've long said that the salaries of the frontline public servants, um, for example, the nurses and the teachers and the doctors, et cetera, the people on frontline service delivery, that in some instances they are too low and that those salaries should be increased. It It is the management section of the public sector that appears to be bloated and overpaid, and it is there that significant cuts are required. Um, I know that view is also not shared in this committee. However, I wanted to state the point that our view is that there does need to be uh, close attention to the public sector wage bill, not with a view to cutting salaries, for example, or personnel on the front line of service delivery, but certainly having a look at inefficiency and looking at those people who are employed in the public sector at senior positions and high salaries who are not adding the value that they should be. Thank you, Chairperson.
0: Thanks, Dr. George. Thank you, Chair. Thank
5: you so much. I just want to apologize in advance, Chair, because I see
0: now that we are in 823 other issues, Yes. can you confirm oh okay thank no, you yes. chair uh, th- uh,
5: thank you chair i just wanted to to apologize and say that um my gadget was giving me problems earlier on i wanted to to to, to have just a slight comment on page eight one seven um there, chair. i just wanted to, to 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 add something that says after the first sentence where we say a primary budget surplus by 2024, 20, 20, 2025, we, we, we insert a sentence that says, the committee notes that public submissions have questioned whether this should be the primary focus of the fiscal strategy. Because the, I think uh, that, that view did really cut across the... Can can we go to 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 eight seventeen chair please if you don't mind, uh, Alan? Can you guys take me there? Thank you, thank you.
0: Yes. Um.
5: Yeah, I would I would I would like to to make that that kind of a submission that the 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 submissions have questioned whether a. Fiscal policy should be the um, the primary focus of the fiscal strategy, and as you come to the end of the of the same uh, point two seven two point seven, uh, let me see it says the committee welcomes these robust uh, engagements and believes that. National Treasury should continuously uh, consider the views of stakeholders
0: and meet with them, even outside parliament processes, in order to find each other. Uh, Chair, I didn't think that sentence
5: is assisting in any way. I think that that recommendation, recommendation 8.7, could do without that comment because we have already stated that there have been engagements. And at the end of the day, the engagements were between the stakeholders and the the, the, the portfolio committee. And the portfolio committee Facilitated the um, the engagement of the stakeholders with National Treasury. Further, we cannot dictate to National Treasury that they should find each other with the stakeholders. Let the stakeholders be autonomous to a point of being able to raise the issues that they want to raise with National Treasury. That attention. Does not between stakeholders and government does not have to be a negative tension, but we understand that there'll always be issues that they want to raise. So, Trey, I think that last sentence for me should uh, should be deleted. Um, yeah, and when it comes to uh, eight point three, where we are currently. Let me just get the chair. Eight point three years, Eight point two three years. Um the last sentence that says the committee reiterates its view that it believes that government needs to find okay, maybe let me let' let me put it the way I have refined it to read thus. The committee reiterates its views that it believes that government needs to find one another given the impact that it has on on, on, on the MTEF. The, I think the,
0: the emphasis there for me is the impact on the MTEF. Thank you, Chair. Thanks, Nuxi, Honorable Rider.
6: Thank you very much, Chairperson. So I, I, I do want to partly agree with uh, Honourable Abraham and, and say that uh, that last sentence in 8.17, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily read correctly. And, and I also had a, a little star note next to it. And I, I don't think we need to find each other. I think perhaps we need to better understand each other. So deleting the the, the sentence might not be... Um, um, uh, the best way to go, because I do think that we spoke about uh, having meetings and having further engagements. Um, but if if we could if we could amend that last sentence to say uh, and meet with them even outside the parliamentary processes in order to better understand each other, I think that would probably cover uh, what was discussed, what 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 the feeling, general feeling was, and also take care of honourable Abraham's um, uh, concerns. So just to try and better understand each other's positions. That's, uh, yeah, that's my input on that. Thanks, Chair. Thanks, Honorable.
1: We'll find a way of uh, paraphrasing uh, that paragraph
0: to accommodate the comments of the, of the members. Uh, 8.24. 8.25.
6: Thanks very much, Chair. Chair I, I did think that the FSCA needed to possibly be included uh, in, in in that discussion. Um, I think when 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 we were discussing it, we said uh, uh, various entities, and I think the FIC and the FSCA would both play a role here. Um, just just my suggestion that we include FSCA, uh, or maybe say. Um, uh, uh, so, so to get to 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 include the FSCA in the presentation to to,
0: to us, please. Okay, Mr. Boraida. Uh, eight two six. Eight two seven. Eight twenty eight. There we are.
1: I think now we have reached a stage where we okay honorable george and honorable rider before i move to the next
3: item thank you chairperson um during the course of our meeting and um, our engagements we had what i thought was a little uncomfortable exchange between the um parliamentary budget office and the national treasury um where it seemed as if the relationship had become somewhat strained, which um, is very unfortunate, and I think very much unacceptable. Um, we then agreed that there would be a discussion held between the Parliamentary Budget Office and the National Treasury. And I think that that is a very good thing, because if they do have any similar intentions, they shouldn't bubble to the surface in a public place and certainly not at the committee. But be that as it may, hopefully the problem would be resolved. I Do not know whether we want to comment in our report on the fact that the um, Parliamentary Budget Office and the National Treasury would meet um, because we certainly don't want to have a situation arise again when we do meet and then what, where they had possibly agreed to get together at some point that they never do, um, that is not, um, you know, not constructive in terms of time usage, etc. cetera. So um, I'm proposing that perhaps we need to say something about that. Um, they will meet. Um, yeah.
0: Thanks very much, Chair. Thanks, Dr.
1: George. Is that not an operational matter that I don't think we have to, because if we report to National an Assembly and NCOP, we are reporting to the public. But issues of how the two entities relate, I think is something that as committees we can, we can manage. Uh, we, uh, we have got the capacity to do that. But of course we have to respect uh, the independence of uh, parliament from uh, 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 the executive. So let's find a way of uh, managing that relationship, uh, I think without going to parliament, as if uh, we don't have the capacity uh, to do so. Uh, let's first do it ourselves, and then uh, see how far we can find a way of them working together, but respecting the independence of uh, parliament, because PBO represent is a support team of parliament, which is independent from the executive. Uh, Honorable Raida, Honorable Karim, Honorable uh, Abram.
0: Uh,
4: is it Honorable Jandu? Yes, yes, Chair, thank you. Sorry for interrupting. After the other members.
6: Okay, Honorable Raida. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Chair, I think it's it's, it's generally a, a reasonably satisfactory report. Um. There, there are however three three items that came up in discussion which I don't feel are, are, are really fully captured um, and uh, you know I, I, yeah had we had a little bit more time I think I would have maybe put us a, a formal formal submission or suggestions of, 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 of some things but uh, yeah if I can just say that the three issues that I want to touch on that were that that, that were covered in our discussions that haven't really come out in the report the first one is the the uh, the the fairly low allocations to the contingency fund that are planned in the medium term. Uh and 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 that really does talk to um fiscal policy. Uh so it's it's not an appropriations issue. I think it, it talks to fiscal policy. If we're not putting away for a rainy day or for, for a car accident, I think that uh you know we are setting ourselves up for a little bit of of, of, of future unhappiness. Uh should we have any of these nasty events happening to us, like has happened to us over the last little period? So I think that the the um, the, the low contributions to the contingency fund are something that that was highlighted in the discussions um, and was previously mentioned. I don't see it in the report unless I've missed it, and, I, and that's also very possible. Um, the next thing, uh, and it came out quite strongly in in, in both the uh, outer and the Saika presentations. The fact that there is a need to um, restructure uh, and reevaluate uh, government spending, um, and of course, I I also pointed out that there are in fact two uh, places in the medium-term budget policy statement um, um, that that specifically reaffirm the zero-based budgeting approach and the fact that this is going to be uh, piloted on the. Uh, Public Enterprises Department. Um, I note that that's not included. Um, and then of course, the the one issue that, that Saika mentioned about the uh, uh, just the, the, the cautioning around the contingent liabilities, uh, specifically relating to the SOEs and the need to ensure that those are contained. Um, those three issues I don't feel have been adequately uh, uh, expressed, Chairperson. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I was hoping that we could find a way of including something on each uh, in the report. Okay,
2: thanks, uh, uh, Honourable Raider. Honourable Karim. Uh, Thanks, Chairperson. Actually, if I recall correctly, and I may be wrong, uh, maybe it was on the NCOP side, we did ask Treasury to meet with the uh, PBO before. And as I understand it, again, I could be wrong. Nothing stops us. Uh, We have the power to request them to meet within a month or three months. But I'll go by what you're saying. There's no need for that we will manage it uh, outside of putting it in our report. That's okay. What I would like to suggest then, based on what you've said, is that we write a joint letter to Treasury and PBO and tell them that we would like them to meet within the next four to six weeks uh, so that we don't keep having this issue. Uh, I don't wanna go back to that debate, only to say that what PPO was saying is, is par for the course. One doesn't have to agree with them. They are right to have their own independent views. They can't trust it down us or treasury the committee decides we hear everybody so i do think this is long with you chairperson and i do think we should consider writing a
0: letter telling both of them that they should meet thanks
1: okay i hope the national treasurer and pbo are here in the platform they are listening to what members are saying, and uh The director of PBO, Dr. Jankis, and uh, the DG of uh, National Treasury should find a way of uh, handling this matter amicably, uh, but uh, respecting each other's terrain uh, as provided for by the the legislation and the constitution. So uh, let's take it from there, as Honorable Karim recommends honorable
5: uh, abram then honorable Njandu. yes i am I'm, I'm partly covered um, by the issues that have been raised by members especially around the the issue around what 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 happened between PBO and national treasury and i think basically it it tells you that you've got an outstanding kind of workshop that needs to happen just to clarify roles, so that because sometimes the, the the PBO office has not always been there, and sometimes there may be a conflict in terms of how the duties are performed, and I think not because we we want to. Educate them in terms of how the entities work, but just a platform that will be created for all these formations to find one another. The 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 the, the, the financial sector formations to find one another. Um, for me, Che. A, Mentioning it here in the report would be a lot of detail, and it really also relieves me uh, to hear that they are part of this meeting and they are able to hear um, what 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 kind of discussion is, is taking place because of a concern that that members have around what what took place in the. In the meeting. But I think uh, it's, it, it should not only be a question of them meeting, but it should also be a question of an element or a portion of the committee also forming part mm-hmm. of that kind of meeting so that we also satisfy ourselves that indeed um, the, the, the meeting was uh, able to achieve. The purpose for which it was it was um, convened. Thank you, Chair.
1: Thanks, Nokse, Honourable Bunjand.
4: Thank you. Good, good morning, Chairperson. Good morning, members. Yeah, yes, Chairperson, I I also wanted to make uh, um, input on, the, on that point, which was covered uh, earlier by Honourable Karim, but just to say that. I think it may be a matter of roles and responsibilities and also independency of the two uh, institutions. So then I would then further suggest to say that the matter to be managed by the two chairpersons of the two committees of the different houses. Uh, thank you very much, Chair.
1: Thanks, Honourable. Jando. I think we should also bring on board the FFC. Um, because it's a constitutional structure that also plays a role in regard to making recommendations on the issues of budget. And they do come to report to parliament and make an uh, uh, invaluable contribution to, to the budget. So uh, let's extend it to to include uh, the FFC as to who's supposed to do what, uh, because this is a matter that has also been raised even by the late uh, Professor Daniel Plakis, that uh, it looks like uh, uh, the recommendations that they make as FFC uh, are not taken into consideration, despite the fact that uh, they are a constitutional structure. So uh, above what comrades and members are recommending, uh, let's also bring the FFC uh, on board. Uh, Thanks very much, uh, honorable members. well now we're going into the adoption
0: of the of the report. Um, um what dude
1: so we go separate ways now. Uh, Alan and good luck
3: That's right, Chair. Uh standing finance adopts and then um after that uh obviously um with um um, moving and seconding, and then after that, the Select Committee on Finance does that as well.
1: Okay. Um, honorable members of the Standing Committee finance. Finance, um, having considered the 2021 revised fiscal framework and 2022, 23, 24, 25 proposed fiscal framework, the Standing Committee on Finance uh, adopt the 2021 revised fiscal framework and 2022, 23, 24, 25 proposed fiscal framework as presented. Anyone to move
0: for the adoption from the Standing Committee Finance, Honourable George.
3: Um, Chair, I did not want to move for the adoption. I just wanted to state that the DA would reserve our position. Thank you.
1: Thanks. Honourable Nkomo Zanel.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Sheperson. I move for the adoption of the report.
1: Honourable Nkomo moves for the adoption. Honourable Abraham, then I will come to Honourable Vessels.
5: I second uh,
1: Abram, seconds. Honourable Vessels.
6: Thank you. Uh, good morning, Chairperson. Um, the uh, Freedom Front Plus also wants to reserve its position at this stage, so please note that.
1: Okay, thanks, Honourable Vessels. Uh, the report has been adopted uh, with uh, reservations from uh, FF Plus, and uh, DA, uh, respectively. Uh, over to you, Honourable Karim. Thanks very okay, much.
2: Okay, Kamri Chia, thank you. Obviously, the Standing Committee members can leave. Uh, we're just going through the process. Uh, as, as advised by our very efficient and formal secretary in Kuleleko, I'm going to read the out. This will obviously appear at the top for both committees, having considered the 2021 revised fiscal framework and the 2022, 23, 24, 25 proposed fiscal framework, the Select and Finance adopts the 2021 revised fiscal framework and the proposed fiscal framework as presented. So, mover and seconder, please. I
4: move, chairperson
2: to Kennedy. Thank you. It's such an honor to have somebody like you move. Is there a seconder?
4: I second Chair, Jadu.
2: Thank you. Equally an honor, yeah. Okay, over to the reserves. Uh, Dennis, reserve, right? reserve, please, Chair. Okay. Simon Maletsane, you're a reserve, right?
4: Thank you, Chair. Yes. yes, I have reserved this position.
2: As your spokesperson, I, I spoke on your behalf already, <laughs> but <before we> spoke.
4: <laughs> thank you, Chair. Thank you very much.
2: And I also am the spokesperson self-appointed of Fani Dutoy. While he's not here, we take it that uh, their position is deserved. I'm not sure that we can say that in the report, but the person's not here, but uh, we just note it uh, for the minutes, not for the report. So thank you all. And let's go and fight now with the NCOP. Thank you. Thank you, Chair.
0: Bye. Bye.
4: Bye, Chair. Thank you, Chair. Bye. 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 Do the Chief, we wanted
0: to check you and make sure you do the right thing.